in and welcome Patriot Radio News Hour. I'm Joe Jaquin, CEO of the Patriot Trading Group, and it is Friday. It could not show up a day too soon uh, as uh, it has been an absolute crazy week, crazy year, crazy month. We, the the madness of it all, uh, and, and again, the gold and silver have been on a on a big route, uh, they, they were hit. actually silver's rallying now today, uh, back to twenty-one dollars. Uh, gold's down twelve; it's way off the lows. Uh, gold actually got all the way back uh, to where it started the year. And I guess you know when you when you think of uh, of uh, how everything else has performed, uh, being being flat for the years, kind of like winning. But let's face it. Nobody's selling gold. There, I mean, maybe the paper guys. You know, we're we're back into the paper things. But but again, you know, people got to remember. Hey, nothing's working uh, right now when it comes to the paper markets. Uh, and they found a trade at least for temp- temporarily that that they were able to make a few dollars in. Uh, I you know I, I hate saying I think it's bottom because I, I said it before and I was wrong but but I really do we are if we're not at the bottom I think we're right near it now uh, and, and again I think the vast majority of the selling is over we'll have to wait and see you know people are talking about well you know the dollars at a twenty year high listen the dollar's been at one oh three one oh four one oh five in the twenty plus years that uh, I've been doing this. Uh, the, the dollar's been at this level, oh, I don't know, four or five times. So it's kind of interesting because I want to remind people, this is how, uh, sl- you know, slowly, in, in 20 years, you're, you're, you're probably not sitting there saying, uh, that, that, that's a super long time. It's a long time. I mean, let's face it. You can't say 20 years, uh, isn't, isn't a long time, but in the scope of things, it's not that long. But one of the things that, that, uh, I found interesting was the prices gold was at, at this dollar level today. Uh, at one point, Jason, you know, the, that gold was at three. Hundred dollars. Uh, the uh, but going back, and this is going back to about two thousand and one. Gold gold's been uh, at uh, uh, let's see here three three thirty. Gold's been at eleven forty. Gold's been at twelve thirty. Gold's been at seventeen hundred. Uh, and gold going back to earlier this week. Has been at nineteen hundred and twenty-three dollars. There's, there's this trend, Jason, where even with the dollar, you know, playing their little because you know the dollar is just a basket against other fiat currencies, but really shows the weakness of the dollar when you think about hey, twenty some years ago when the dollar was this high, gold was three hundred and thirty, and and earlier this week, nineteen twenty-three. There's this stair stepping. Yes, maybe the dollar gets back to these levels, but every time it gets back, gold's a lot higher than it was before. 
and, and mostly because it's not back at this level because the dollar's doing so great. It's only back at these levels because other countries are doing even worse. Yeah, I agree, Joe. And and for anybody that's uh, seen gold come down a little bit, and you, know, you get really frustrated, I don't I don't know why. Well, what are you going to do? Sell your gold and then watch the uh, the inflation erode your dollars faster than the the price of gold went down a little bit. We all know gold will go up. The inflation's not going to stop. And I know gold and silver's been uh, very sluggish to the inflation game compared to other commodities. It's it'll happen. It's always it always pops. Whether it's a little late or a little early, gold and silver. Always trend up with the devaluation of the dollar, Joe. So uh, you know what? Uh, buying opportunity, I guess, right? Buying opportunity. That's all it is. And buy more and more of it. Uh, like I said, we are the cheapest in the country right now uh, on half dollars uh, at, at 240 a roll. By the way, so gold is up, or I'm sorry, silver is up 25 cents at $21. Uh, I got a great opportunity on Silver Eagles this morning. I bought them. We were already the cheapest in the country yesterday. And and gold had gone up 25 more cents, and I'm actually a little cheaper today. So Silver Eagles, 710 a roll uh, at 800 951 Zero five nine two, and just you know, continue to add to that portfolio. You know, it's kind of funny. Uh, think about even even like six or seven weeks ago, you couldn't buy a roll of silver eagles for. Yeah, I mean, we're talking like eight thirty, eight hundred and forty dollars a roll. So uh, here at at seven ten, uh, a really good opportunity to add to it. And again, uh, you know, one other thing too, it, it just shows you the ridiculousness uh, of the paper markets. And we're talking about silver at twenty one dollars, and what a great opportunity to, uh, it is to buy silver eagles at just over thirty five bucks. That's right. <clears throat> Excuse me, Joe. That's right. I mean, we were selling these not too long ago in the what the middle eight hundreds. So uh, seven ten or all, Joe. Uh, when I, I think it was eight was eight forty there for a while. Uh, great, great way to get yeah, in. eight forty, eight forty five. Silver eagles uh, weren't even available. Uh, how many how many weeks have we had no silver eagles available? Right. So eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two. A lot of things to to talk about. It's a, a little bit of a relief rally on Wall Street. I just want to mention crude oils up big again. Unleaded gas three ninety one on the wholesale side. So that puts gas at about five ten here in Arizona. Like I said, before uh, before the Memorial Day holidays, we're going to have $5 plus gasoline. 800-951-0592, Patriot Radio News Hour. Joe and Jason here this morning. And uh, we got a, a great silver special. We actually got two great silver specials, uh, the silver halves uh, at 240 the silver eagles at 710 On the gold side, $20 gold. Uh, I de- I'll be honest. I did not think we would see uh, a price like this again. I really, I, I just didn't. Uh, I think it's going to be a short-lived opportunity. Uh, but twenty-dollar gold, twenty-one thirty-five. Buy ten or more, twenty-one twenty-five. So uh, some great opportunities on the pullback here, on the dip here. 
at 800-951-0592. Uh, I, before the break, I was telling you about gasoline. Uh, this is starting to get ridiculous. Uh, crude oil's up four bucks here, uh, back over a hundred and ten dollars to the barrel. Unleaded gasoline futures, three ninety-one wholesale. So this is about the third day in a row where unleaded gas futures have gone up ten cents, ten cents, ten cents. Uh, that's another thirty cents to the gallon, uh, which we'll start seeing that reflected at the gas pumps next week. Uh, but a lot of things that make no sense. You know, Jason calls it, uh, the fake shortages where we, we basically created, uh, almost deliberately created all of these shortages out there. And yesterday we told you about loves, the, the gasoline, you know, the, the big trucker gas stops all over the country saying, Hey, uh, we got a 911 all along the East Coast. Be prepared for when you pull in and we're out of diesel. We're out of uh, gasoline altogether this morning. Uh, John Castamates, he's a, uh, and of course I butchered that name, but but he is uh, a refiner. He owns refineries. He also owns a ton of gas stations. And he was out this morning saying diesel fuel is going to be rationed all over the East Coast all summer long. He said inventories are so low, we are going to be shortages. Uh, We're going to see shortages in the coming months. He owns United Refining and also, like I said, is a major owner of gas stations and says that the situation is so bad that he expects that fuel is actually going to be rationed. And I don't know if that means they're going to uh, have limits at, at the pump for me. Hey, you only can get, you know, 10 gallons or you only, now obviously if you're an 18-wheeler, you're talking hundreds of gallons, uh, are, are they going to restrict how much you can purchase, or are there going to be uh, restrictions on how much the gas stations can actually order? That part was unclear, Jason. Well, if they're creating a, an emergency so that they can put into effect whatever policies or to cover this economic collapse that's coming, uh, maybe the shelves are continue to stay fuller than the powers that be want them to stay full, Joe. So it's like, well, how do we get these shelves to be empty so people freak out? How do we get... How, how do we jack the prices up more? How much chaos can we create? Because that, that's how I see it. I, I see that they're trying to do this, and maybe they're just not as successful as they want to be. So, okay, well, <laughs> gas rationing. We don't have enough shortages. Wait, this isn't working well enough. <laughs> Let's just prevent them from having gasoline and diesel fuel so that way they can't get things to store. Well, I don't know. Well, Joe, it's, it's an on-time market. It's, a, it's an on-time market when it comes to your shelves. So if you slow the trucks down just a little bit, it'll it'll create the shortages you want if that's, in, in fact, what's happening. Yeah, I just – <laughs> and how many times I sit there and say, I can't believe I'm saying this on the air, and and yet, you know, here we are, and and, and I'm like, I've never heard of such a thing. You know, what, what, what do you mean? Hey, we're going to have to ration fuel. And, and like I said, they didn't really make it clear 
as to where the rationing is going to be, right? Is it going to be uh, at the fuel stations, or is it going to be, hey, guess what? You're only allowed to buy this much diesel or this much unleaded gas. I mean, uh, it's going to be one of those situations where the way he was talking, this is a certainty uh, in his mind. He goes, this isn't a question of maybe. There's just simply not enough gasoline and diesel fuel. And, 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 and the issue on the East Coast, I, I, I don't know what it is, right? I, I don't know if it's because they've decided that the, uh, the, the, or the, the energy there uh, was going to be sent to Europe, right? Hey, we're going to send gas and we're going to send diesel to Europe, or, and we're going to do it from the East Coast. Or if it's just something where uh, the the East Coast, a, as a way of business, always was like, "Hey, we're gonna we're not gonna quite buy everything that we need, and we're gonna buy the other ten or twenty percent on the open market because, hey, you know what? Maybe it'll go down. Maybe it'll go up. Maybe they weren't fully hedged and, and had all the contracts." Uh, but whatever it is, Jason, this is going to be. Can you imagine being a trucker? And being like, well, uh, I could be there tomorrow, but unfortunately, I've got to wait before I can buy enough diesel to actually get there. So instead of being there tomorrow, uh, I'll be there in four days. I'm thinking maybe you just need to decipher what the word rationing means. Maybe it means something you're not we're not thinking. Like, uh, hey, when we use the term we need, we're going to need to ration, that just means eight dollar a gallon uh, diesel. Maybe that's what it means. Maybe that's what rationing means, Joe. You just you know because once again, if you make the prices go obscenely high, people will not be driving trucks to stores. They're going to have to cut back. Well, maybe that one store in Memphis needs to not get their stuff. Maybe the, uh, maybe we need to shut that one down. Then we'll use less gas, right, Joe? Yeah, well, I mean, right, you know, and I keep saying it, demand destruction that we've never really seen is the only answer. Uh, and, you know, it was very interesting. Yesterday we got news out of OPEC. And OPEC was kind of doing the, 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 the crying game, you know, and of course the Biden administration, uh, was, you know, I guess let's, let's call it what it is, not exactly on good terms with the Saudis or the UAE. Uh, but today, reports were out that OPEC is missing production by almost 3 million barrels a day. In other words, you know, OPEC says, okay, Saudi Arabia, you can pump this many million barrels. Uh, UAE, you get this many. Iraq, you get this many. Nigeria, you can pump this this much. So what they're saying is allowed to be pumped. Versus what's actually being pumped. They're short 2.7 million barrels. And this goes to my point, Jason. I think they're pumping all they can pump. Right. Well, I mean, also, you don't have to pump as much if the prices are higher, too. You know, they have a lot of control over those prices, Joe. So, I mean. I mean, you know what? See, this is why I love having Jason. He always takes, uh, well, not always, but he always has a little different take than I do. I'm saying, hey, they're doing all they can. Come on, 110, 111, 112. Saudi Arabia, got to remember, Saudi's like, hey, add $5 to whatever spot is. <laughs> Jason's right. like, hey, they're making so much. They probably could pump more, but why? 
right? Back to your your whole fake shortage situation. Right. False scarcity is how the powers that be always uh, keep the, uh, the 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 average man in, in control, Joe. You, you, there's plenty of stuff. There's there's always been plenty of stuff. We just have a centralized, planned society, starting with central banks, central governments, central religion, central military. It's all you know, central education. It's all centrally controlled. I mean, how many alphabet agencies does our federal government have? And we don't even need any Can't of them. Even count them. Don't even need Can't any of them. them. Don't need any of them. But but hey, boy, to have that control, to have that power, you know, that that that, that takes a lot of people, a lot of manpower, and. And you, you guys down there, uh, hey, you just, just do what you're told. We, we, we got it. We, we got it. You don't yeah. need to make decisions. I'm wondering how long until the Ministry of Truth sends me uh, a, a warning and, and uh, gets me in trouble for uh, telling everybody what's really happening out there. How about this one? Samsung Electronics. Now, I know, you know we know Samsung, the, the phones and all that. They're also uh, pretty much the one of the largest chip makers in the world says that they are increasing their prices for uh, chip contracting manufacturing in the second half of this year they say chip prices are going to increase by 20 percent giving the the level of manufacturing complexity yes cj it's really hard to make these things so uh, here's another 20% increase. The decision says the cost of energy, raw materials, you, equipment, freight, labor, right? You know, I mean, every this is like a broken record, and it doesn't stop. But yet inflation's peaking. See, Joe, that's why when gold goes down, it doesn't bother me at all. I mean, I, it only bothers me in one respect that a lot of you, know, a lot less customers want to buy gold. They freak out. Gold's going down. Oh, that's I ain't doing that. It's about how many ounces you have. I, I don't. I wish people would get this. It's how many ounces do you weight. have? Yeah. How many ounces Add do you have? Add to that weight. Add to that weight. Believe. Believe me when I tell you. Add to it. Uh, I'm. I'm just going to say this. So they also said. Listen to this. They're saying that the lag time from when a chip is ordered to when it gets delivered okay so normal lag time six weeks and that's just because it's going on a boat and you know it takes a little longer you could actually cut it down to a couple of weeks if you put it on planes you know you pay a little extra 26 and a half weeks so think about this if you ordered a chip today yeah, they'll have it to you right before Christmas. It's incredible, uh, and, and again, this is this is the problem. You know, there's no easy solution here. This problem uh, isn't going away. When we look at automobiles, when we look at washers and dryers and all these other things, none of this is going away, Jason. No, no, Joe, and that's why I said, uh, you know, and now, and now. Add another twenty percent to the cost. Correct. That's why holding on to dollars, even though the dollar is showing all the strength, why do you want to hold on to something that you need more and more and more of to pay for the things that you could have got a lot easier two years ago, three years ago? You know, so really, there's not a lot of places to go. So really, once again, how many ounces do you have? 
that ounce and that uh, that ounce of gold and, uh, versus one cow that still holds true today. An ounce of gold and a cow is essentially the same price. And how how big is your uh, how big is your herd basically, Joe? How many cows do you have? Because I'll tell you right now, cattle ranchers the more the more cows they have, the the bigger the uh, cattle rancher. You know, the bigger the business, the the more wealthy the cattle rancher is, Joe. So I, you know, gold goes down a hundred dollars an ounce over time. Whatever, it's going to go back up because the crooks that run our monetary system will force gold up. It's just the way it works, Joe. Well, let me tell you right now. I think the the best example was the one we started the show with. Uh, in the in, over the last twenty two, twenty three, twenty four years, this is the you know the fourth, the fifth time, if you will, that that the dollar has gotten to this level that it's at today. Every single time, gold's always higher. Every time, and 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 it holds true again today. It, and again. Uh, I think this this dollar run is about run has about run its course. Uh, I think the the sell off in, in gold and silvers run its course. Uh, and, and and again the the wishful thinking that somehow the Fed can can pull us out without causing a recession. Uh, Jay Powell was out yesterday. I'll tell you what he said about that. We'll talk about that next. Hey, we're back here, Patriot Radio News Hour, Joe and Jason, 800-951-0592, U.S. Silver Eagle, $710 a roll uh, this morning at 800-951-0592, U.S. $20 gold pieces, 1 through 9, 2135, 10 or more at 21 and a quarter, uh, again, eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two. You gotta, you gotta ha- be able to do it right. Buy pullbacks. It, it's, it's funny. Arlene, Arlene was in issues. I don't understand it. This is the time when they need to be buying, and 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 it's hard though, right, Jason? It's it's hard when uh, the, the market's working against you. But here's what I'm going to tell you right now. Let me let me just put it to you this way. What are your instincts telling you? Are your instincts telling you that the U.S. economy is on, on the precipice of some huge major upswing uh, and life's going to be great? Uh, the Dow's going to, to 100,000 and, and Jay Powell and, and his cronies are, are masterful at their jobs and it's going to be great and wonderful? Or is it telling you Man, this doesn't make sense. None of these moves make sense. This is, I, I think the, 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 the worst of it is yet to come. If it's that part, today's the day you should be buying, Jason. Uh, yeah, exactly, Joe. And just to tell you the truth, I actually understand selling better than sitting and doing nothing. Because if you're selling, I understand you're going to take that money and do something with it. Obviously, when it's low, you should be buying it. But sitting and doing nothing, Joe, that seems to be... I think the worst of the three uh, choices. You know, this you should either be buying it, or if you have something you need to to to, to you know move the money, uh, uh, move your gold into something else, sell. Because you know, I noticed Joe in the four years I've been here, when gold has a little bit of a pullback, we get some sellers that come in, and they know that gold's going to come back. They just have other uh, things they need to do. Maybe they have an investment. Maybe they have to uh, pay for some home upkeep or something. So I, I, I get the selling. I just I don't get the sitting and watching it. I just. <laughs> That's the part I just don't get, Joe. Sitting on the, the the thing that is being, especially 
2021-2022, the inflation. Why are you sitting on a bunch of money at a bank, Joe? Well, that's the. I'll say this: even though you're getting slaughtered in the stock market, it's probably safer there than it is in a bank. Uh, wait till all of these things uh, come unglued here. By the way, foreclosures. We haven't talked foreclosures in probably years now. Uh, but foreclosures, and this is, and it's early. I don't want to get too excited about it, but foreclosures are now up 132%. Now, granted, they were really, really low, but they, again, another one of these early signs. Uh, that's things are getting harder, Jason. Joe, I'm so glad you brought that up because I, I was something I wanted to put on the air the whole week. And I forgot was I was looking at uh, home prices. You know, you, sometimes you just check it out and see, you know, see what's going on. It's, it's just basically show material. But I end up looking because uh, because uh, where I live is kind of an in between town kind of area, but Longmont's kind of close. And I was looking at homes for sale, and the homes for sale Longmont. There was there's the little list. You know, you see the prices in the homes. And then suddenly, after the, I would, I guess I would consider those somebody wants to sell their homes, and the list, the list that I was looking at devolves into, okay, now here's more homes for sale. These are all pre, they called them pre foreclosure. And this is Longmont, and it was page, and another page, and another page, and I'm like, oh man, and I was a process server, Joe. I know I'm the one giving out the papers, getting it into the pre foreclosure. I remember all this stuff. There was more pages of pre-foreclosure homes for sale than the actual homes for sale. And then there was the foreclosures and the liens page. You know, if there's a lien on the house, liens turn into pre-foreclosure. Pre-foreclosure turns into foreclosure, Joe. And the pages of lien homes, pre-foreclosure homes and foreclosure homes for sale was just dwarfed normal sales. So the, how about that, Joe? I mean, that, that's just one city I was looking at, in just, just Longmont. Yeah, and and and, it, and again, like I said, it's early. I I I don't want to you know make you know make it worse than what it is. Uh, but there's definitely uh, a ch- you know to Jason's point, there's a change in the market. Uh, this is something where, uh, like I said, it has been a really long time since we've uh, uttered the the word foreclosure uh it, and now they're starting to pop up and i guess jason to your point this is even more important is the liens and the pre-foreclosures because because uh foreclosure means they've gone through the process yes uh jason's saying hey by the way the uh, process has started yeah the process yeah, has started a lot more homes are getting into the process uh and i and really my guess will be it's gonna start with uh, places that maybe aren't the boom towns, uh, but as that starts to spread, right, it, it doesn't take much. And then all of a sudden, everybody's like, hey, I think home prices are going to go down. I'll wait. And then that waiting, you know, begets more waiting, more waiting. Next thing you know, are, are we going to have uh, another big housing crisis? I hope not. Uh, I, I really hope not, but I, I'll say this. The prices have to be – they're going to have to come down a lot in, for people to afford uh, what the pricings are going to be uh, with rates continuing to rise. Jay Powell yesterday – do you know he got renominated yesterday? I mean, officially 
reappointed yesterday. He got renominated late last year, uh, but yesterday they actually said, "Yep, he's gonna he's got another term." How does that happen? I have my own idea about that. <laughs> you have to have. I mean, they, could the guy? Could he have been any more <laughs> wrong about what he had been saying for the last several years about inflation? And yet, oh no, yeah, he's a, he's our guy. You got to crash on Jerome Powell's watch so that the next person can come in and look like a hero, Joe. Lale, That's how they hey, do it. Leo Brannard's the next person. Yeah, so they they can't have her in now when things are going to nope, crash. They have to nope, have her in after. And I'm going to tell you right now, when she comes in, that I think that could be the perfect timing. She's going to come in with that digital dollar. She is a screaming liberal, uh, and, and use that as a way. I mean, I, I think we could see, uh, you know, things where. Hey, if you're the right ethnicity, uh, if we can trace your lineage back to slavery, if we can track it back to who knows what, uh, you get extra money, you get extra credits, and and all you uh, evil you evil doers uh, from the from the old school, you're going to get less. I could see that happening. But Jay Powell was talking about a soft landing, so he gave his definition of a soft landing. Full employment with inflation back at two percent. I will I will tell you this if that if he really means that then we are headed for the worst depression this country's ever seen because it's not possible. We'll talk more about that when we return. Eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two. Patriot Radio News Hour. Joe and Jason. And yeah, can you believe? Uh, yesterday was the day that uh, Jay Powell was uh, reappointed uh, to a, another term as our Fed Chief, Jason. And I just got to ask. I mean, is this not the best job ever? Right, it's got to be. I mean, uh, maybe even better than Fauci's job. At least uh, everyone, well, not everyone, a lot of people are out there criticizing Fauci. Uh, apparently, you don't have to know anything about anything. You can uh, get every prediction you possibly make wrong and still somehow keep your job. You know, I don't know. What does he get paid? Maybe that has a lot to do with the best job, right? <laughs> what, what's that guy getting paid to do that stuff? I mean, the vice president's kind of a useless job, you know. And, uh, the, you know, Kamala Harris is probably benefiting off of, you know, hey, she can make a lot of noise and say a lot of things, but there's no repercussions for all her mistakes, too, right? So, I mean, there's there's a lot I of guess government Joe jobs. Biden got made president, so why not, yeah. right? I mean, <laughs> well, at least he has stress. This is the best we got. But Biden at least has. Uh, stress and tension on him, whereas I think Vice President or even Jerome Powell, I don't, I don't know how much stress those guys have, you know. you know. Even Fauci has a little bit of stress from the anti-vaxxers. And- That's what I'm saying. I think this is the best job. I'll say what I want. and you know, doesn't matter. I don't even have to be close to right. Uh, so anyway, he defined his version of a soft landing. So I guess here's the best case scenario. The best case scenario, and this is for paper assets, we're talking stocks, we're talking bonds, is Wall Street doesn't get clobbered too much. And I guess we could argue what too much is, but but hopefully not too bad. And we still have 
you know, some economic growth. We, we don't end up in a recession. Okay. That's, I guess that is the, uh, that, that is their best case scenario is Wall Street doesn't get hit too bad and we don't end up in a recession. That's the best we can hope for. Right? So I guess, what would we call it, Jason? I guess a, 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 a slowdown, if you will. His version of a soft landing is getting back to 2% inflation while still having a strong labor market. So this is very interesting. We'll see how long this stands. And I'm making this point today because come October, I got a funny feeling they're going to say something entirely different. If he is a man of his word, which I don't believe that he is, but if he is, that's a guaranteed depression, period. Getting back to 2% inflation would mean interest rates are going to have to be north of 10%. There's not a chance in hell I see that happening. But here's what else he said. Ready? It will be challenging. It won't be easy. No one here at the Fed thinks it will be easy. Nonetheless, we think there are pathways for us to get there. Of course, the Senate overwhelmingly confirmed Powell for a second term, or, uh, based on you know all of these statements. Here is the here's my question. So, if that's true, let's just assume for one minute that he's not lying to us like he always does, because they lie. What are these pathways, Jason? Tell us, right? Wouldn't that be... Tell us the pathway. What is it? Right, Joe, I don't think he... Tell us. Explain to me the pathway. I don't think he has a pathway, Joe. I don't think he knows either. You know, I don't... I, I I think they kind of know what's going to happen, but I think he's he's just he's just trying to tell you to stay calm as the tidal wave is coming in. You know, there's nothing you can do about the tidal wave; it's going to happen, right? Stay calm. But again, there are things you could do. You could get out of the market. Yeah. You could buy some more gold, and so that's what he should be telling people to do right now. That's what he should be telling people to do right now. But of course, let's face it: the realities are they care more about their system than they do about your personal well-being, period. And, and they show it time after time after time. And, and I'll say this, I get more frustrated about that than anything else because they sit there and, and they, they, they try to convince you that they, they care about you and they got these clowns that come out on TV every day. Matter of fact, I mean, think about how many channels... They have dedicated to convincing you to put your money uh, into this stock market that they know is going to get devastated. And I just don't understand it. And they're going, oh, well, over time. And this, listen, uh uh. We have been in this bubble since 1971. They have been creating this bubble for 50 years, and it's over. And the dollar is coming to an end, sure as I'm sitting here. And they've been slowly, you know, think about this. Go back 10 years. Well, not even 10 years. Go back 6 years, 8 years. 
when Janet Yellen and Ben Bernanke were lying to us about, oh, no, we're not looking at a digital currency. Oh, no. No, we wouldn't do that. Oh, no, absolutely not. Uh, well, you know, we, we were having a few meetings about it, and, and we're more worried uh, about people losing all of their money in these digital coins, and we need to regulate to now. I mean, let's face it. Look at what they're saying now. Oh yeah, we're, we're pretty much, uh, 90%, what was it, the number? 90% of all central banks in the world are now admitting, oh yeah, we're definitely, uh, going to a digital currency and us being one of them. Which just means, hey, we've ruined the life of the currency we have and everybody better get ready because there's going to be a lot of pain before that digital currency gets here. Pizza Radio News Hour, final segment coming up. 800 gold pieces, 2135 10 or more, 2125 uh, U.S. Silver Eagles at $710 at 800 uh, China is now saying their, their, their goal is for zero COVID by mid-May. Uh, which it's isn't it mid May? I mean, it's the thirteenth of May. Uh, could we see a reopening uh, uh, of China here? If so, uh, expect gas prices to go even higher. Uh, new all-time record highs on diesel and unleaded gas retail. New all-time record highs on diesel and unleaded gas wholesale. Uh, and Jason, this thing could get, uh, significantly worse as well. And I'm watching some of these guys. There's a guy out, uh, and I want to give him credit here, uh, Stephen Vanelli. He's got a bunch of charts out. And he's comparing 1929, 1987, the two big crashes there, and today, and saying, you know, you know, they got all these charts, but saying these patterns are eerily similar to what is playing out today uh, to those two other market crashes. I know Robert Kiyosaki was out saying, get ready for the biggest crash ever. Uh, this morning we had University of Michigan sentiment uh, went back to 11-year lows as once again inflation fears taking hold of the consumer, Jason. I, I agree a little bit with that guy. I, I think the 1929 crash and uh, the 19, late 1960s when the markets fell and didn't come back for over two decades on both sides, 27 years from the 1929 crash and 25 years from 1968, uh, even though there wasn't a real big market crash in the 60s, uh, there was high inflation and the markets came down. And wouldn't. I mean, the S&P didn't recover from 1968 till 1993. I mean, think of how much uh, destruction of value that people had to go through in that period, Joe, of, of not you know losing their value in anything, right? And same thing, we had inflation, World War II, right, Joe? We had uh, you had the crash, yep. and then World yep. War II came in, yep. and look, look, you know, both of those were inflative situations that went on for decades. We are heading into another one. I know Joe doesn't really go as far as I go, but I, I could see these markets go down and not recover their value for their highs for 20 years. It could, it could easily happen, Joe. Well, I'm going to say this. Uh, I think we're actually strangely in agreement 
the only reason why, you know, and Jason brought up uh, those two incidences where we went multiple decades, you know, I'll bring up Japan. Japan's on, what, you're 40? You're 40 now, 40-plus uh, years uh, where their markets haven't come back. We avoided that over the last 50 years through money printing, through debt creation. That that has run its course. We can't print more money with the currency that we currently have. We need a reset uh, to happen. So to Jason's point, uh, we're probably looking at a period of 10 to 20 years uh, before uh, we start seeing economic growth returning uh, because of all of the debt printing that we've done already. So, uh, Hey, Joe, you know, that, that's that, a, matches, that matches the Pentagon's uh, evaluation of how long the Ukraine war is going to last. Yeah, there you have it. 